Listen up, assholes. It's a dirty, dirty world out there. And I'm not talking about assholes. I'm talking about germs. Yeah, COVID, bacteria, jizz. And jizz is the new germs. Look, let's face it. We don't want to touch anything these days. It's gross. So be sure to use Jizz Off hand sanitizer. Because one spray wipes the germs away. Jizz Off hand sanitizer is made up of 75% alcohol. But unlike the others, Jizz Off doesn't dry out your hands. 300 sprays per bottle, made in the USA, and created by two women. That's right, ladies, keeping it classy and clean. So do yourself and your family a favor and protect them with sanitizer, masks, and wipes at jizzoffproducts.com. And be sure to use the code AHOLEPODCAST. Jizz is the new germs, so go to jizzoffproducts.com. That's J-I-Z-Z-O-F-F products.com and use that code AHOLE PODCAST. Don't get caught with jizz on your hands. It's embarrassing. Guys, we've all been in this situation. Last minute booty call, romantic evening with the wife, you got a manscape. You rush to grab that crappy razor. Ouch! Your weekend is ruined. That's why you need Smooth My Balls. Smooth My Balls is the next level grooming for the next level man. Introducing the Turf Chopper 2.0. The Turf Chopper has a premium alloy blade that glides seamlessly over those bad boys. And by boys, I mean balls. Never nip your sack again. It's also water resistant and easy USB charging. So you can plug it into your computer and multitask while tending to those testes. Order now at smoothmyballs.com and use the special code AHOLEPODCAST at checkout. Guys, don't keep the ladies waiting. Smoothmyballs.com and use that code AHOLEPODCAST. Hey, assholes, it's the big asshole, Doug Bass. I just want to take this time to thank everyone for listening to I'm an Asshole and subscribing to our podcast. If you love the show, do me a favor, tell two friends, and maybe they'll tell two friends. We're just trying to get the subscription numbers up and the downloads up, so I really appreciate everyone checking out the show. And don't forget to follow us on social media, at A-Hole Podcast. And if you want to watch the videos of the show, we got full videos on the YouTube channel, at A-Hole Podcast, or at Doug Bass Comedy. Do me a favor. Subscribe to that, too. Oh, guys, we got more assholes coming. Here's another episode. Thanks. What an asshole! Podcasting from Basshole Studios in Hollywood, California. California. You're listening to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. We've all been one, so let's talk about it. Now, here's your host, Doug Bass. He's an asshole, sir. He's an asshole. Hey, everyone. My name's Doug Bass. What's up, assholes? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Um, Make sure you follow us on all the social media platforms. I keep saying this, but, you know, do your thing, all right? Help us out here. We're trying to get the show numbers up. You know know the deal, all right? You know what I mean? Uh, We got a good show today. Um, Rob DeRocha is here joining us. What up, dickheads? What up, dickheads? Exactly. And our guest today is... Brian Green, the uh, comedian and podcast host of the Commercial Break. Brian, how are you? Hey, man, I'm really good. Got a, f- 
a real fucking professional setup and everything. You have like a <laughs> slick intro. Oh wow, thanks, man. I'm, I, look, I'm st- I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still figuring it all out, but I appreciate <laughs> it. You're not supposed to say that, that's Doug. Pretty fucking <laughs> slick. No, I'm honest. Yeah. I, on this show, no, I'm let's honest. not be honest. You don't want to be honest? like I look really no, no, good right now. No, no, hey, no, thank no, you for the compliment. No, Accept I, the compliment. Don't be an asshole. I am an asshole, and I appreciate the compliment. But I'm also going to rip myself apart at times as well. So it's fine. But welcome to the show, Brian. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Rob is a uh, is a comedian here in Los Angeles. Now, Brian, you are uh, Atlanta. Is that where you're from, Atlanta? Yeah, we're yeah. in Atlanta. Um, well, I'm not from Atlanta. I was okay. born in Chicago, but nice. I'm here 26 years. So I'm about as close to Atlanta as you're going to get. Gotcha. The Atlanta, I have not been to yet. Um, I was supposed to go there last year for the NCAA tournament, I believe. And then it was, you know. Those plans got fucked. We all know what happened. Yeah, it was it was crazy. My dad's a big college Seton Hall college basketball fan, and he was oh like, yeah. He's always wanted to go to the NCAA, and he finally got tickets, made the hotel, the plane, all this shit, and then like COVID was like I was gonna go with him, and it was like that's not happening now. So I was like really kind of like bummed out. But can I ask, did you vote for uh, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green? I'm not in her district. She's actually in a pretty far out district. Now they'll say she's from Atlanta, but the truth is she's from, there's five major counties in Atlanta. It's a huge metropolitan complex. I mean, it's just urban sprawl as far as you can see. It's like Dallas. If you've ever been to Dallas, it's just forever and ever. But the city city of Atlanta is like booming as far as like uh, uh, a film production uh, comedy, I would assume. Um, we now are the number two uh, most filmed in location. We have the most uh, television and movie productions, number two in the entire world yeah. behind L.A. And uh, coming up on that quickly, and they just announced another 168-acre studio complex in the former site of a GM, uh, the GM plant that used to run here. Wow. I mean, it's it's insane. And yep. it all has to do with the tax benefits that the that the – uh, that the state gives, and additionally, besides that, it's great fucking weather, and yeah, uh, no, that's it's true. a beautiful city. I mean, really I'm, from, I'm from New Jersey originally, and and the film industry was always booming there at one point because they had a good tax incentive as well. But I feel like Atlanta definitely, you know, Tyler Perry, everyone took over uh, that whole situation when that happened, and. You got to come down. I, I I plan on it as soon or as over uh, Atlanta. Hotlanta. No, I'm going. Hotlanta. You got to go to Hotlanta. Definitely on my you know yeah top. Ludicrous. 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 Yeah. Um, that's Luda. cool though. So um so Brian, so you're you're a stand up comic. Um, how long have you been doing comedy? I, I don't know you. No, I mean, I'm not a stand up comic. You're not. You're not. Actually, I want to be. Okay, I want to be 100 clear not. about okay. that. Well, I think I I think sometimes um and I I know how people why people make the mistake right. I have a comedy podcast. Right. Uh, and I think that it, you just kind of naturally make the assumption, but I actually think stand up comics have fucking talent and I just have a talent for talking a lot on a microphone and being absurd. And so, uh, you know, I've been on behind the microphone for a number of years. I was on radio for a hot minute and then we had a streaming station back when that was a thing. Um, and we started the podcast about a year and some change ago. Great. And so, but I've never done stand-up comedy. Like I've been up on a couple open mics, but I've never done stand-up comedy. I have such respect for that profession and that art form 
and I don't want to lump myself in because it's one thing to stand up in front of an audience. It's one thing to, to get behind a microphone and then have an edit button. And it's another right. fucking thing all together to get up in front of an audience and live and die by every word that takes fucking balls, kid. That, and that, it's just not something I've done. Yeah. Gotcha. That's true. No. And I, and yeah, and I, I'm just, I, again, I was like, I've only met you through clubhouse, which yeah, is we only know each other great. for a few days. Yeah, yeah. So we have a few days. Exactly. So I was trying to do my research, but I was like, I don't know a lot about Brian Green, but I'm going to yeah, find I, out today. That's the, that's I hide the, it all behind the <laughs> shadow box myself. <laughs> that's all good. Um, so you started your, your podcast uh, about a year ago, The Commercial Break. Um, yeah. And did that come out of um, uh, always, you always wanting to do a podcast, a comedy podcast? And yeah, I no, actually. So um, my wife, a couple of years ago, I work in commercial real estate as my day job. Okay. And I had been on, like I said, been on radio here in Atlanta for a small amount of time. I actually worked in their business department. I worked as a, um, an executive in their sales department, clear channel radio, which is the huge, you know, conglomerate radio station. And I managed to sneak my way on air uh, overnights on one of their stations here in Atlanta. What do you mean sneak um, your way on air? Like, how did you do that? I, you know, we had this, this regional program director who was in charge of like 400 stations was out of our office. Mm. And every Friday, I mean, we all got to know each other because we're working in the same office. And every Friday I would go up to his office, bring a beer, you know, sit down in his office, talk to him about programming or whatever. And I beg him, basically beg him. I'd be like, give me a couple hours on one of your radio stations. I don't care which one, whatever it is. Well, a couple hours of what though? Well, like, I mean, like, what were you like, you you had like some things planned or like i mean no i had nothing planned I just <laughs> you, you, that's a great <laughs> opportunity <laughs> though it's like here, here's so the listen, show this is so like, wait wait yeah. is this how an atlanta radio stations like managed they're like hey this just put me on i wish that would happen in la it's like hey you two assholes come do a show at our station <laughs> yeah, yeah we should move to atlanta <laughs> we I mean, should we listen, should brian will show radio, us around radio is the shittiest uh it's the shittiest cultivator of talent that there ever has been and it's such a huge medium or was right. a huge medium yeah. still is really but they don't do a good job of cultivating talent they don't give a shit right it's not like a te- it's like if you're a television star your ass is kissed you're cultivated you go to acting lessons you have right. you know makeup and stylist and publicist and wardrobe it radio literally you come in one day and they give you fifty thousand dollars to do your show for you know two months and you don't even make it three days because you know <laughs> the ratings suck or you said something to pissed off nancy and you know buckhead atlanta or the whatever budget is gone. and they there leave so this is, On with the next this is insane to me because it sounds like the wild wild west because the fact that you're just saying put me on yeah and you don't even have a plan like that's college radio experience didn't we all have a Zero college radio show <laughs> no but you had to have a plan come on you can't just say because you do a so, comedy podcast now you, you must have yeah. some sort so what of, was your what was your first show was it was it a comedy comedic based kind of thing or was it like what yeah was so it? okay so i so i tell the guy i say listen can i please have a show finally he just relents and he says brian I'm going to give you a show. You're going to go on at two in the morning on what they call this small signal station in south south of Graveyard Atlanta. Right? Shows, so it yeah. reaches two in like the morning. 50, yeah. Yeah. That's how Stern started. And I right? would record it. At, yeah, <laughs> that's what Stern's on. That's oh my great. god! If I was at that's two what, in the morning, I would always be making fun of people that were on, up at two in the morning. Be like, oh, the, police <laughs> the police are behind you. The police are behind you. Don't even know the crackheads that would come out of the woodwork on this station. And it was a classic country station. And oh. so he said, even I worse. To work with this work with this guy. He's going to show you how to like work the buttons and stuff. And so I did that. And he said, wait, so you were doing the, the guy, soundboard. Is that what it is? 
Or, I was doing everything. I was running everything. the radio. What, what's station it called? The board and going in and out. Yeah, no, it's but, called the board. And, yeah. and in the in the big stations, it's kind of like this. Yeah, but yeah. In the big yeah. stations. Yeah, I got one of those. They're too. like <laughs> seventeen feet long. Right? And so the guy teaches me how to do it, and he says, "There's one rule: don't fucking talk too much. You got one minute in, and you got one minute out at max. Don't and you do that every four songs, not every one song, every four songs. Do it." And he said, if I, all I want to do is I don't want you to be a problem. If I hear anything, I got to yank you off. Like, just don't be a problem. Right. Don't and so I learned it. And within two that weeks, the most I horrible had, directions. <laughs> I had three other people up there and we were doing 40, we were doing 30 to 40 minutes an hour of talk and just cutting up and doing segments and doing sketches. I learned how to like edit on the fly. I was taking phone calls. That's making cool. prank yeah. phone calls. Wait, so you did yeah. have a plan. I mean, you're, you're God, telling you know, me it was kind but of, you were very clean. But once I saw yeah. the opportunity, I, you were, you I, were I green and you were like, it's, it's yeah. kind of like if anyone's given an opportunity, it's like, yeah, I know how to do that. You know, I'm I, just picturing. I can do that. Re- sure. I'm picturing rednecks going like, "What in tarnations is going?" I want to listen to some music. But I feel like anyone with like a creative like endeavor, like like a radio or like film director or whatever, it's like if someone offered you a job and you kind of know a little bit about it, you're gonna be like, "Fake it till you make it," and you're gonna be like, For "Yeah, sure. I can do that. I can direct this movie." Sure, like I've never done. You know, I don't know. It's this is my kind of dream job. There you this go. is my dream job go. since I was a kid, listening to disc jockeys in in Chicago, cutting up and doing prank phone calls, and right. so I have no. Fun fucking clue what I'm going to do, but I know once I get there, I'll figure it out. And that's just kind of how it all happened. And that went on for like six or seven months until we started making some jokes. And this was about the time that uh, Barack Obama's first political campaign. And if you remember the dingbat, what's his name? That is the vice president. What's Sarah Palin? And oh, one Mc- of McCain the- McCain Palin, yeah. McCain Palin. And yeah. so one of the people in the room started making jokes about Palin's daughter. Remember she was pregnant at the time Bristol. or whatever? And, and had a the TV phone show. tree lit up, and we got yanked off real quick. And then, <laughs> what was the so, joke? What was the joke? What, Do you remember? I, you know, I wish I could remember, Aww. but it, it wasn't like it wasn't super bad. I'm sure I have it on tape somewhere. Maybe I'll send it to you. And you could drop it in when you yeah, edit this. Totally. Um, but anyway, so that so that's kind of started my love for comedy behind the microphone. And then I did it again. I had a streaming uh, station where we had a number of different people doing stuff and we just weren't making any money. So it really just kind of and we had no listeners. So it kind of fell flat on its face. Right. When I my wife told me, she said, you got to do the You got to do a podcast or a vodcast about the commercial real estate industry. Like, you know, it well, there's so many fascinating stories. I did two episodes, one, I only aired one that I thought to myself, man, you know, the real estate industry, the one thing that developers do not like, it's airing their dirty laundry on a fucking podcast. That's true. And (laughs) I figured I'd never, I'd never do business again if I kept down that road. And so I called my best friend, Chrissy, who's now on the show. And I said, can you just be my first guest? I don't know what I'm going to do. Just like the radio station. I don't know what I'm going to do, but can you just be my first guest and we'll cut up and we'll have fun. And, uh, you know, 72 episodes later, here we are. That's great. What What is your just, show? And t- like, I mean, what do you guys talk about? What What is the, what's the, the niche? Or- so I listened to uh, two episodes last night when I was driving back from uh, Palm Springs. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's funny. I mean, you guys, you, I, I like that you, you do real estate during the day and then you do this comedy podcast and it's like, it's edgy. It's like you guys, you guys go into like, um, uh, the one I listened to was the um, the pubic hair, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pubic oil, pubic hair, uh, et- etiquette, manscaping, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So, what is it? What is it? The exactly? commercial break is 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 Brian's podcast. So, the commercial break. What is it? Yeah, what is the story behind the name of your podcast? Is it so? It was related? originally about real estate, right. and I just liked. I actually, I just didn't have another name for the podcast, so I called it the commercial break, and somehow. 
you know, even though it doesn't make a lot of a lot of sense when you hear the commercial break, you're like, what is that all about? But it somehow fits the personality of the show. It's just kind of us taking a break from reality and jumping off into absurdity is how I would say it. And so, you know, it's it's a whatever the topics are way varied and it's just a if we can find a, a starting point, then we just go off yeah. into absurdity. We just riff, right? That's all we do. We just riff. We sit. We riff just like we would if we were having a couple of beers. On I, I love that because, I mean, you know, we, we do similar things on this show. And it's like, you know, yeah, we, we'll cover news. And obviously we get into people's personal asshole stories and that kind of thing. Yeah, I've um, listened. It's a great show. Oh, thank you. It really um, is. Yeah, you're and, welcome. And, and yours, yours is well produced as, as well. I mean, I, I mean, I was like, oh, wow, this is this is really put together. And, like, and you guys, you write like skits, sketches kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I was like that's that's great because like we've done that a little bit on here like once in a while but like we have we haven't like fully put in the effort as much as you i would say like i was like wow this 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 guy's got a couple good sketches in here and stuff i was like this is great yeah we do that we you know we have a writing room every friday with a couple of other friends that we've seen have a kind of a similar sense of humor so you guys are saying you guys like plan it out and write it you guys write. We don't write the show, so we put bullet points. We have topics, just like you guys probably do, right? Bullet exactly. points, and then yes. we, and then we go. But we have a writing room every Friday, which has just happened over like the last ten episodes, mm-hmm. where we will think a little bit about where we're going to go with it. So we'll say, oh, we could go this direction or that direction. Right. Ninety percent of the time, we'll have like five. What I call we have two minor bullet points and three major bullet points to get through about an hour of a show. Yeah, and ninety percent of the time we don't even get through bullet point number three. Isn't, isn't that amazing? How like isn't that amazing? How like I, I I feel like the same way. It's like it's like you have like yeah this news story, this news story, this bit, whatever, and then like before you know it, you're like an hour and twenty minutes in, and you're like it's done. Fuck, yeah, it's like shit. It's like this is too long now. It's like <laughs> now I gotta go back and. And then out I think about expanding the show, but I'm yeah. pretty like I've done that before. I've tried to make it an hour and twenty minutes, and people just dropped off after. 50. 50 and it was like yeah. I was doing a show to nobody. I think I, yeah. it, it is it is important, I think, to keep these like an hour, I would say. I mean, unless you have some amazing guest that you're, you know, willing to talk and to. And Rogan and Stern, they're doing four hours oh a God. day. And I can't listen to that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, like a three hour, four hour No show. one listens to I, the entire thing. I've talked to fucking Brian Redband. Redband even says like the show goes way too long. He's like, yeah. I don't know why they go this long. Like he even gets fucking like Dude, cut it. Who, who's who is that? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with. Oh, that. Brian Redband's the producer of the show. He's the one that. Yeah, uh, well, I've talked. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't okay. sign any contracts, but either way, I've met him and and I've talked about the show with him, and he's yeah. even said like I'm all. I said like, hey, great show the other day, and like it was like, yeah, it was fucking four hours. I'm like, yeah, I didn't listen to the whole thing. You know what's you know what's interesting is because it's like it's like when you listen to like you know growing up watching uh, listening to Stern or whatever, like yeah, that show is the whole morning or whatever, you know, and it, it is. Th- two and a half three hours probably and it's and it's interesting because it's like as soon as you have a guest on plus you're trying to do bits it's like that can easily be a two-hour show like you get easily you get into an interview with a guest and it's like you know it's like all right maybe i'll only talk to this person for 30 minutes but it ends up being an hour you know at least and then you have a bit or two and that's another 20 minutes it's like it's crazy how the time flies i would think and then if you're going to edit it and all that stuff so it's like I, that's why I, and i and i've noticed that you are doing now two episodes a week of uh the yeah. commercial break um when did you start doing that we started doing it about four weeks ago so we had a network that approached us to uh to represent us selling sponsorships right and we were doing an episode behind the patreon paywall like i see you have a cup of coffee up there right so we were doing yeah. a patreon episode behind the wall but patreon like any paywall content 
you really have to be ingrained in people's days before yeah. they're willing to give you three ninety nine or four ninety nine or eight ninety nine right. a month. I haven't even. I mean, and, I, I, yeah, I haven't even got into that yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and listen, it'll it'll take a while. I often say about podcasting, like you have to be a part of people's calendar, and then they're going to start paying for your content. And I think we might just be getting to that point where we're part of some people's calendars. That's great. And even though the audience is 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 large ish, right? Um, a very small percentage of the audience was paying for Patreon, and so the guys at the network were like. You, you know, X times X, if you released that show out in the wild, you know, it's going to make so much more financial sense. Do Patreon if you want to, but just do it down the road, you know, when you can do three shows. So yeah. now that there's a little bit of change coming in the door and we can afford to spend some more time on the show, that's why we went to two episodes. And I'll be honest with you, like when you're in the room, just probably like with, with, with you and Rob, when you're in the room and you're riffing and something's working, like you've got a flow, it feels good. An hour goes by so fucking quick. It's so like, fast. oh man, yeah. I wish we could just keep it going. Yeah. Um, but we we I keep it formatted. So at least you know, I'm gonna come in, we're gonna talk about something small. I'm gonna tell you all the bullshit about the show. I'm possibly gonna drop in a commercial or two, and then we're gonna go off onto the main topic or two. And it's usually just one main topic because we usually don't get to the second that's, one. That's that's what I mean. It's like it's like you know, I, I don't even have advertising it, so we're not even doing spots yet. And it's like, yeah, we're yeah. already covering like two or three news stories. Um, you know, the guests assholes. <laughs> Rob is <laughs> Rob is very adamant. We, we do we do drink yeah. on the live shows on on Wednesdays or Thursdays. So Rob, we were yeah, we're very we're like yeah, someone give us a booze sponsor or something. But <laughs> well, on an uh, asshole podcast, the only people that are going to promote us. We're not going to get diapers. No, well, that's that, that has been the interesting thing on asshole podcast. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, who who is really going to be like my product is made for assholes? Unless, it, unless it's like a, a proctologist. I don't know. X Lax, X Lax, X Lax, Preparation H. I don't know. Exactly. These are all perfect. They're all perfect. It's just like now we're at the point of trying to, trying, trying to figure that out. Exactly. Like bleaching asshole kits. That might be something. All right, there. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. 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 Oil is perfect for you guys. Yeah, exactly. So, you yeah. know, I had a guy tell me, he said, the comedy podcast category is bought, advertised on more than any other podcast category. And really? The reason is, is because people who are listening to comedians tend to be in a better mood and right. everybody knows you buy when you're in a better mood. And he's, and so I said, because I told the guy, I said, listen, and he'd, he'd listened to our show. The guy from the network said, he goes, I go, are you worried about our content? And he goes, not one fucking bit. He goes, for every 60 advertisers that we're going to want to be with you, there's going to be one that's going to go, I don't want to be with that kind of content. Right, right. And he said, and the truth is, you don't want them on your show anyway. You're not no. going to pitch them. Yeah, you, like, you're not going to pitch Pampers. It's not going to happen. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know your audience, and you try to figure out your demographic. Yeah, we're moving up yeah. the charts. I mean, we're like in the top 50 of stand-up comedy. For today, yeah. For podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for today, yeah. at this very moment. Well, so, yeah. do you guys realize that's an accomplishment? Like, I mean, uh, you I know, you know, I, I actually, you Brian, shouldn't pat yourself on the back. No, I'm, I'm really happy I, about I, it. I will. Yeah. And Brian, yeah. I didn't actually realize that until you sent me that thing this morning. Because I was like... Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on everybody. I, yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> see, like I, lo I love Brian. He, I feel like you know so... I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm learning a lot as we go. And then I'll be honest yeah. with everyone in the audience. It's like, you know, I, 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 yeah, I'm a stand-up comic. Uh, well, I'm a professional. Rob I know, is a professional. I, I know everything that's happening, yeah. so that's what I've Rob been shows, <laughs> Rob shows... I'm in the middle. Like, when we start these shows, I'm like, oh, my God, the live is not working. Like, this thing's not working. Rob shows up, and he's like, all right, where the fuck do I sit? <laughs> I got this story for you. 
I'm bringing in this guy. And then I'm getting the fuck out. Like today I told him, I'm like, I'm like, we're doing two podcasts in a row, man. I'm like, I'm like, he's like, what? We're not going to Barney's Beanery? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I Dean Martin. That's right. I'm Dean Martin. That's what I am. I Dean Martin. I show up. I have a couple drinks. We have a good time. But I do have things in plan. But uh, no, Rob is is definitely. Yeah. He adds a lot to the show. And um yeah, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it without him at this point. Oh, you, there you, you go. can tell when you listen to the show when when Rob, when Rob is in zone with you that that it's clearly like Chrissy and I sitting in the room, right? Yeah. I could never do the show by myself. Now I don't know what I would do. Well, that's I really interesting. Don't. Yeah, I have so, no fucking clue. so yeah, so Chrissy's pretty funny on the show, and she and she compliments yeah. your your sense of humor so well. Um, it is it is interesting. It's like it's like I you know I've gone. Uh, I'll do some interviews by myself, like because there are yeah, like like I'm saying, like there are times where it's like I end up talking to someone for an hour, like uninterrupted yeah. or whatever, and we don't even get to any like you know bits or whatever. So like yeah, I'm doing a combination of two sh- the live show and then you know, and it's weird right now with everyone's schedule as far as like we prefer people. People to, don't want to come in. Well, we prefer people to come into the studio. You know, I do mean, you? Yeah, do you have people come into your studio or do you? No, we have not had anybody come into the studio yet. Mainly because, are you guys like in an actual studio? Do you guys have like actual office space? <laughs> Doesn't it look like we're in a studio, Brian? <laughs> well, look I, around, Brian. It's magic. You guys had that. You guys had that slicked up, you know, live from the ad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah, we're in, yeah, we're in a large studio. We're actually. Yeah. It looks large, no, but no. it's not. It's we a, are. <laughs> look, it, it looks great on camera. I'm just gonna say that. Right. right. So yeah. does mine, but right. it's literally a four by four box there used to be yeah. i think everyone's <laughs> podcast studio it, unless you're joe rogan yeah. is like a closet with like some lights and what some you're doing right now is you're ex- joe rogan has a closet that's true <laughs> no, yeah, no he doesn't well now he's got like a, no, got like not, a bunker now it's now. bigger yeah that's a bunker that's <laughs> yeah, a bunker yeah because he's got to be, be careful he's yeah you know joe I, I i go back to joe for a second you know i think anybody's watched anybody's followed joe for yeah. a minute and and i don't really know much you know, I, I might know a little bit about podcasting because I'm one of those guys who dives into it, right? When I get into it, I dive into it and I want to know it. And I want to figure out the angles. If anybody's watched Joe's podcasting career, it's like meteoric. And I don't think it could be repeated because I think he was in the right time, right place yeah. at the right time, talking the right language. The, to the right, right person at the right. Like totally. he's not. And he yeah. was very open minded. He brought everyone in. But it's yeah. like it's funny listening to him now, which whatever. I don't care if he listens to this. Who fucking cares? I'd love if he listens. Uh, no, it would be great. Yeah, <laughs> <It'd be> awesome. <laughs> I mean, especially if he talked about us. I do care, me. Rob. No, <laughs> yeah, but if you listen to it, he's very. Uh, he's like a talk show host now, like yeah. where he leans left, yeah. he leans right. He like whoever's on the show. It could be Alex Jones, or it could be somebody that's like an anti-Trumper, and he like sides with both of them, and he. It's so. Wishy wash now, but it's smart. It's smart. I as, still listen to smart. it from it's time smart to time as a podcast host because it's like, I, I mean, you gotta, you got like even on. But that's what was so good about him right. before because he was genuine. Right. So like that's what I loved about him before. Now it's so much like well, as I soon as think, he brought Alex, but Jones it's a huge and, like you gotta yeah. When like, you almost gotta like balance Jones, both audiences, it's like you know it's when like, he brought Alex Jones back after he got on Spotify. When he brought Alex Jones back, I actually thought for one minute I, I thought to myself what the fuck is he doing like he's just poking the bear essentially and maybe he has to do that now maybe 
because he's put himself in this position over the years of being this extraordinarily pragmatic, level-headed, open-minded guy who's really seeking the truth no matter where it comes from, that he has to listen to every asshole that comes his way. And having (laughs) Alex Jones come in is the the thing that he needed to do to make sure that people still understood he was in the game, right? Right. That he hadn't just sold out to Spotify. Right, right, right. And I, I I think he put himself in a really tough position. And I actually think that Joe would have made so much more money had he done this himself, had he had he gated his content, even old content, or just done a, you know, an extra hour a day or whatever, or charged a small subscription fee you know, for whatever, I think he could have made so much more money. He so much more money. Probably could have profited. Yeah, but... Th- I mean, that but amount of like, money it's that like he was offered. It's like when someone throws that check at you. You're just like, you know what? I've been doing this a long time. I mean, Fuck it. This is it. This is, my, this is my cable guy, Jim Carrey. And then he got to the point where, well, that is exactly what you just said right now. He got to the point where it's like he has fuck you money and right. that's why he brought Alex Jones to yeah. Spotify and that's why he was like they were editing his fucking shit and like that's why yeah, he was like and then right. they promoted yeah. J.P. Sears Mr. Awoke with J.P. Sears if you know that one at all but like uh, you know I know J.P.'s story because I have a friend who's actually friends with J.P. oh really and yeah I, I you know I'm not, I'm not gonna go we, we'll talk about it off air but sure. I just uh, I'll just tell you that well listen it's too much like Stern's story. And I still love Stern. Don't get me wrong. I've been listening love to him Stern. for a long yeah. time. I'm yeah. sure you have, too. You're from New Jersey. He's, I love he, Stern, he was, too. I think everyone I, loves Stern. Yeah. Anybody that loves radio loves Stern. Yeah, he's the, uh, you know. Stern changed the game. And he constantly changed himself to go along with the game. Absolutely. He made the game up as he went along and everyone else followed. And so now Stern is away from, you know, the Sibian and, you know, porn stars and all this other stuff. He's gotten so much more mature and but the truth is, so have I, and so has most of his audience, most and they've come audience. along with Absolutely. him on that journey. Yeah, yeah. And, his, and so, it, yeah, God, it just his, his interview skills are just amazing. Oh, they're mind blowing. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking, like you know, fucking unbelievable. It's like there's times where it's like you know now now you know I got the serious app and all that shit, and it's like I just go to the interview, and it's like all right, I still enjoy like I listen to it in the car, but it's like I still enjoy the the crazy. Crazy characters and yeah, shit, the whack pack. But I like, love all the fartness and all right. that shit. But Hilarious. the interviews, I'm like, wow, this is the best. I love queefs. This is the best interviewer out there. And it's like, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. Guys, it's I never liked Lady Gaga until Lady Gaga was interviewed <laughs> by Howard Stern. And I was like, oh, I fucking love right. her now. Like, it's like, yeah. that's how you good his what? interview skills are. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. just like, he even, I mean, we, we, Stern. Has made he has changed himself constantly, and that's why Stern is still relevant all these years. And Joe, I think, is trying to do in his own way the same thing, right? right. He's trying to change his game so he's relevant. The but it's a little bit of a shock to the system sometimes when you see Joe doing some things or hear hear him saying some things. You know, like he does a four hour interview with Bernie Sanders. And you're right, like, Holy right. Fucking but it's shit. like, right, fucking he does a Bernie Sanders, goddamn sense. Yeah. But I'm curious, and then like, he it's, has it's, Alex Jones on three days later, and you're like, uh, What the fuck are you doing, yeah. man? And it's four hours, yeah. and it's like, Yeah, you go He's back, a genius, you, then, right? You go back to like, yeah. Is that is that too long? Because it's like, I don't know, the average podcast listener, like, I, I listen to no, him, and I, and I and I put it on times two fast or whatever and i'll listen to like usually 45 to an hour two so. hours is what i listen to and then i'm done i'm th- i can't right. listen two to hours it is your number yeah, yeah yeah i think the numbers bear out that most of us in the comedy podcast category we got about 40 minutes to for the audience to pay attention to yeah. us for a good long while until we get to a point where we can start spreading it out if you look some of the top pop comedy podcasters right 
they're doing more than an hour on, fr- frequently doing an hour, hour and a half. Dak Shepard, right. uh, those smart list guys. Corolla does uh, an hour. Bateman. Corolla does one hour. He does like he separates it and does like one has news or whatever. And one has just the guest. But he does yeah. two hours total, and that's what I right. usually listen to. I'm not kinda, a right wing nut or anything. I kind of like, like that, that though, because it's like it's 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 interesting. Like I was saying, like usually, yeah, like right now, it's like I'll do I'll do one interview um, alone or right. whatever, and that's usually he does f- that forty forty five to an hour. But then I'm like, but then it's like you know, today we had uh, you know another comedian here, and I was I was like, see, like when a comics in the room with with all of us, the three of us, it's like that's a good hour of entertainment, you know. So it's like, yeah, why not have? And there's certain guests that I think will be better for you know one on one, you know, just an interview, and then it's like other guests, it's like yeah, have, get the drinks out and let's have fun, you know. So I think if. I think that if you're, if I always say this about our podcast and listen, we try, I try and keep it like 45 and under, right? right. But there are times when it goes over and this yeah. is what I say. Well, I always tell this to Chrissy before we get started uh, on a recording day. I say, listen, if we're adding value, if it's funny and we're adding value and we think it's going, don't stop, right? I'll yeah. edit it. I'll figure out a way to get it <laughs> under or we'll just let it go a little longer. So some episodes are up to an hour. And the truth is, is that since we've cut our episodes down to about 45 minutes, we have incredible listen through rates. Like people listen to the whole show. Yeah. Exactly. And occasionally when we go over the hour and we go over to an hour or even a little bit above, above the listening rates don't change. People still listen all the way through. But when we were constantly over an hour, people were like, after 45, 50 minutes, yeah. they were like, See well, that, that, that's the <laughs> you'll, you'll have your hardcore fans that will listen to the whole hour yeah. and 10 or whatever it is. And then, you know, people that will be like, you know, oh, a half hour is good enough for me. You know, you know, when we know we're done is basically when we're like, what else? What else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then after that, else? it's yeah. like, let's wrap it up. We, or, we know the hour's yeah. coming. When the six pack has, has no more, it's exactly. like, uh, yeah, we got to go. Do you guys ever have a show? I have a, I have a question for you because sure. I, yeah. I, I see your I see your interaction similar to the ones that Hody and I have. Do you guys ever have a show where you just know the both of you intuitively? Man, that fucking sucked like that blue donkey dick like you oh yeah well yeah like, well we interviewed yeah. the con man yeah we interviewed, there, I, have oh. a, I have an episode that i i haven't edited yet it's like i did oh, we, we, we did it we did it a month ago oh my god it's awful. um oh, it's a man, con it's so con bad. artist uh matthew cox um he is like he's like the wolf of wall street of uh um, real estate, mortgages, credit card mortgages, real estate, mortgages, like, uh, real estate, real estate did you, bubble. Did you, Tyler you, set you up with this. Yes, yes, Tyler. Yes, yes, Tyler Sherman. Right. Yes, you know, Tyler you know. Sherman. Yes. I know Tyler. I've right. known him for many years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I met him on Clubhouse. He's, he seems like a great guy. Have uh, you interviewed this guy or no? Have you interviewed? Him? I re- I listen. I'm not going to interview him. You know why? It doesn't fit my mold. Why? Right. I mean, it's like I know Tyler's been trying to pitch me. And listen, I'm sure Matthew's an interesting human being, right? He's I don't want to take away He's, from he's a dick, dude. He's a, well, he like. Came on but, but, but that's the thing. I'll tell you this We're, much: like we have an asshole podcast. So like when people started pitching me criminals, and I'm like, yeah, they're assholes. Like yeah, I, I, sh- I, sh- yeah. I should have a couple criminal assholes maybe on. They're not comics. They're they're criminals. So it's like they're gonna yeah. be they're gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a different show. It's not gonna be funny maybe the whole time. You know. So he was a fucking but asshole, relevant. but he was an asshole to the point where like he wasn't funny. He was telling us how he was ripping off people. We, I looked up interviews of him. He was like. La- he was like laughing yeah. on other like news stations about what he was doing. I mean, he ruined people's lives. And then he comes on here and yeah. then like he starts attacking <laughs> he's us. Like, he's like, he's like, you guys are comedians. You guys do this professionally. You comedians. Like, then he starts attacking us and then finally, really? like, I, I no, but yeah, like, yeah. but like, not attacking us like in a really bad way. 
but like just being very snarky. So then I, I at a point, like I told him, I'm like, hey, man, I'm being respectful. Because yeah. like, I didn't know how to respond to him because he was such, this guy's like talking about ripping off yeah. people. No, it's like, ruining it's people's literally, lives. It's literally the one episode that we have done. I've had it on my, my desktop for like a month. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally sit down, like, because I started doing like, you know, these, these uh, e-cam, it's easier to edit now. And I'm, I'm just like, yeah. I keep looking at the file and I'm like, Fuck! I gotta edit this thing, I, and it's just like it's like guys. it's like one of them. And I, I'm just like, I think it, I think it could be interesting and good, but like I want I want it to be like a half hour, forty minutes, and it's like it's yeah. over an hour, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta go. go uh, deal I just with have this run into point. the very first time the interview that will never air. Like I've got the interview <laughs> that will never air. Yeah, it will never see the light of fucking day. All right, because so I'll tell you. Ready? I'm not gonna name who was. Oh, you gotta name the guest. Come on, name. No, no, the we want to save it, Brian. No, I, 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 I just I really don't want to because okay, we're no. still. In that, we're still in that sensitive time. Give me was it Donald Trump? Name the guest. Okay. Matt Gaetz. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here with you guys. I'd be like, here comes the money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you tell those folks to send me some I money got the tell interview of Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. so, he, uh, so this guy, he approaches us and he says, hey, listen, I got like, you know, X amount of social media followers. I get a lot of likes. I'm on TikTok, all this other stuff. Right. And so I look at a couple of his things and I'm like, yeah, it's okay. He's a stand up comedian. I'm like, yeah, you know, all right. We could probably work with this guy. Let's, you know, we'll cut our chops uh, early in the season with this guy. So he comes on and I literally spend all night the night before writing up his TikTok set, right? Or his Instagram set, like right. joke after joke, coronavirus, you know, uh, the New York mayor, blah, 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 blah. I am literally taking bowling pins and I am putting them <laughs> across. The fucking internet into his bedroom where he can take his balls and just knock them down. <laughs> and I'm so he gets on and he's like, yeah. And so I go, hey, man, what do you think about, you know, the handling of the coronavirus? And he goes, yeah, you know, I, people, a lot of people are dying. I don't know if you know this, but it wasn't in the Civil War. Most people didn't die from bullet wounds. They died from. Uh, they died from ancillary infections. Do you know how many people lost eyeballs in the Civil War? It was really quite a sad time. And then he goes what? off for the next 20 fucking minutes telling us about how he, he's a history buff and he's read about how many eyeballs fell out. Was in the it Mel Gibson? And then he's, te- fuck, man. Oh, he's man. telling these, he's, he, uh, he was talking about uh, uh, anti-Semitism for t- another 20 oh my minutes. God. And, then he, uh. and, then he, and then he wrapped it all up with this little gem. You ready for this, guys? Sure. You know, I watched Breaking Bad during the uh, during again during the pandemic, but I got really got to tell you uh, that Walter White he's quite a misogynist, and I just don't know if I can look at it the same way again. And I was like, (laughs) "What? How can you make your how can you make yourself even more unfunny than you were for the last forty minutes? Call Walter White a misogynist and drop the mic. It's like, God damn, man, you're a stand up comic. Yeah, see that see that's what's interesting, (laughs) and it's like uh, I'm all I I like I like crazy character kind of people you know and it's like yeah. and like i don't know if you've started to do live shows at all um but no we, but i would I, we're really looking forward to it yeah we started doing live shows and um you know have people call in that kind of thing and i think those kind of people like you know if we could get them to call in like like i'm fine with that for like three minutes you know what i mean or whatever yeah. and it's like then get the fuck off the phone but like yeah like a whole segment of interviewing them no you know it's like what do you do with that yeah, yeah. exactly but like a, a call-in sure because it's like 
this guy's nuts. We're going to make fun of him. We're going to talk to him for a couple minutes, and then he's gonna, we're going to hang up on him. You know? so yeah, it's we like, can take this somewhere. Right. So it's like I, I, I embrace the crazy people like that, but I don't want to – yeah, I don't want to – they're not getting a whole you know 40-minute episode. No way. you got to scream. Chrissy was people. like <laughs> stomping my foot. My foot – she was like, she was like pressing on my foot, but begging to get out of the interview. She's like, he won't even smile. I'm like, I know. I don't know what you want me to do here. Yeah. We're just going to have to suffer through it, and I'm going to have to ghost him. I'm going to have to make up excuses by text message that by is, your episode now. Was he a QAnon believer? <laughs> no, he's the exact, exact opposite. Oh, Listen, really? but yeah. I'd love to get a QAnon. You know, I had yeah. this idea that, like, let's get a couple of QAnon believers on the air. And sure. then we can talk them through why they might have rocks in their socks, right? Rob really wants and, to get one, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I, so I reached out to a couple guys on a couple boards. And I said, hey, guys, listen, I got a podcast, mm. you know. I just want to talk to you about your beliefs. And if you're open-minded, we'll have a discussion about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they just went into the talking points. They're like, sure, I'll come on. But you know, are you, is there a global, do you have any global conspiracies? You know, are you, is this being recorded for future? Years? And I'm like, oh, oh, come on, yeah. I just want you to come See, on. That, that's what I mean. That's a Jesus. good, that's a good phone call for like three minutes. I feel like <laughs> yeah, you can get one of them on the air. Yeah. I feel like, you know, yeah, they've yeah. already lost. Yeah, Before they get mad. Yeah, exactly. Do? They, they don't give a shit about your yeah. podcast. No, they, you, you already lost your friends and family. Why don't you come on my podcast? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Brian, this is the asshole podcast, and uh, this is the point of the show where we dive oh, into shit. an asshole story. Um, is there a time in your life, uh, it could be an isolated incident, a uh, chunk of time in your life, maybe you're one now and you're dealing with it, maybe someone was an asshole to you, maybe you th- maybe someone thought you were an asshole and you weren't, anything along those lines that you'd love to share with our audience? Yeah, I've been thinking about this all day. Sure. So I, I just want to ask, which decade do you want to pick from? <laughs> 70s, 80s, 90s, or today? I mean, if, I, yeah, go ahead. With, with, with one of your favorites, and then maybe, you know, sometimes we the like best to... best one. Sometimes best we one. like to press our guests, because a lot of people come on here, and they give, like, a mediocre one, and then we're like, eh, I think you got something better, you know. So let's, right. let's see what you got. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, there's a time period, certainly, in my life when I think I, I was an asshole. I had a pretty raging addiction to cocaine, and I was acting like an asshole. Asshole, right? When I was working in the restaurant business, cocaine my, makes you an in, asshole. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it starts off all fine and dandy, but then you know, when you're doing it in your bedroom and right. you're calling the coke dealer late at night, you start relying you're an on it. Sure. Yeah, but I think I, probably you know what? Time, I'm sorry. This is hilarious. Yeah, that you're saying you used to be a cokehead because you don't sound like one. But go ahead, keep going. <laughs> How does a cokehead sound? Bro? I don't what know. <laughs> you just seem like a little crazy or whatever. You just seem so normal. He's not man. one now. I, it's like yeah, I'm not one now. It was 20 years past. If he was like, hi, I'm a coke addict, then maybe he would have a certain sound. It's going great over here, man. It's going great. Excuse me for a second. You're not jawing your mouth. All right. All right. Go ahead. uh, So I think I'll talk about a specific moment in time when I was an asshole. During that particular period of time. I met a girl at a at a concert in, in Charleston, South Carolina, which is like a nine hour drive away from here. Mm-hmm. Eight hour, nine hour drive away from here. And we met and we hooked up and we stayed in communication for the next couple of weeks. And she made plans to come to Atlanta. She came to Atlanta. We had a great weekend. Everything was wonderful. And we continued to communicate, uh, you know, long distance. We made these plans to go down to a place called Amelia Island, Florida, which is, you know, a couple hours down the coast. Or, you know, down the Florida coast. And I said, listen, I'm going to pick, you know what I'll do? Why don't you drive from Charleston and meet me like, you know, somewhere on the coast, like near Savannah, a couple hours away uh, from where you are, but four hours away from Amelia, I'll pick you up and we can take the drive down the rest of the coast together, which we did. 
And we got there and we got into the hotel room and she, I, I, I don't know. She, she showed up, I picked her up and I picked her up at a bar, like at a Hooters or a Chili's or something. And classy, she had already been classy. drinking. Classy. Yeah. Stay classy. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah. Hooters. Love Hooters. <laughs> I used she to work at a Hooters. Hooters. <laughs> Did you work at a Hooters? I, that was like one of my uh, one of my summer jobs. Doug worked at a Hooters uh, and he looked horrible in his Hooters outfit. Uh, well, <laughs> worst job I've ever had. By the way. So she, I pick her up and she'd already been drinking and I, I, I just got in a really like irritated mood with how drunk she was when she got in the car and and, and you got to remember I had a pretty short fuse because you know I was just being coked I was just up. kind of generally coked up right yeah. and. We get down to this island and we check into the hotel. And when we get into the hotel, I really didn't have any work to do. But I said, she's like, oh, let's go out and we'll see whatever. Let's go have some more drinks down. And I'm like, no, you know what? I'm just going to sit here. I got to work. Like, I got to do some work. I had no work to do, but I just was like, I'm going to fucking work. I got to work. And so I I opened up the laptop and she's like, well, I I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to go and and go, you know, do whatever and give me a call and we'll meet up. I'm going out. Okay. So I call her a couple hours later and I go to the bar that she's at. She's sitting next to some guy. She's talking to the guy. Perfectly friendly conversation. I'm sure that there's nothing going on between them. But for some reason, in my little pea brain, I'm all upset about this, right? I'm upset she got into the car drunk. I'm upset she wants to leave the hotel directly after we get there, after we've been driving, you know, on the road for seven hours, listening to her yammering drunk. And and now I'm upset she's sitting next to some guy at a bar, which, you know, she could have just been sitting next to some guy at a bar. Right. And I and so I walk in and I walk directly the fuck back out. I'm like, you know what? I'm not de- I'm not dealing with this bullshit. I didn't come all the way down here to you know have you dealing with some some guy. And I go back to the hotel room. A couple hours later, she comes up to the hotel room now more inebriated than she was before, and she starts yelling at me like she's like, I don't know why you just turned into an asshole. All I wanted to do was come down here and have a great time. Blah right. blah 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 blah. Yada yada yada. <laughs> to which I responded. Good luck finding a ride home. Oh. And I got in my car and I drove back to Atlanta wow. and I left her in Amelia Island, Florida by herself. Now, All right. at the moment, it felt like we were in an argument and I didn't want to deal with it. Right. And it felt like one of those things where I felt justified for doing what I did, mm-hmm. but I had no justification for doing what I did. All I right. should have cooled off, gone somewhere, cooled off, and then gone and picked How up. How old were you when you did this? Probably 21 or 22 years old. Uh, and she was the same <laughs> age as you or around there? At this she time? was, uh, yeah, she was a little bit older than I was, maybe right. 22 You're or 24 You're definitely years old. an asshole for doing that. That's a big asshole yeah, move. That is. At the same time, it's a moment in time where like you're young and you, you, you know, now looking back at it, that you're an asshole. That's, that's interesting though. You because know, it's like, I think, I think I definitely have done something like, yeah, like, you know, fuck you. And like, driven off from someone and, you know, leaving them yeah. somewhere. I don't remember if I've ever done no, that. I, I don't I, think I've ever I've done, done that. that, but like I've gotten like down the street and I'm like, no. Yes. And I, and I turn around and come back, you know, the, the illusion of like, Hey, you're going to get fucked here. I'm, I'm leaving, you know, but then I come around or like I park behind I, them see, and I'm like, you're, hey, yeah, you're the gentleman. <laughs> but like you that. actually went back to yeah, Atlanta. That, I would that's never balls. Actually, that's yeah. balls, Brian. I've <laughs> never done part. that. I've had a girl let, leave my car and I like drive and drove off. No, no, no. Yeah. I chase her. Like I drive around the block and I keep on like saying, come back in the car, come back in the car, please. And other people are watching, and she's like, "Fuck you! You're an asshole." Where was like, this again? Though? The, the, the middle school down the street? 
No, this no, is no, down no. the street. <laughs> you know what? This happened. <laughs> well, I, I was driving a white van and I had candy. Yeah. Whatever. It's You're a known different thing. For that in these parts. It's yeah. a different yeah. different time. It was in the yeah. early nineties. Whatever. I, you can get away know. with that. I yeah. come up in, when I was thirty years old, and I went to a wedding with a girl that I was dating. And she was one of these uh, people that would just fly off the handle for no reason whatsoever. We've all been in a relationship with someone like this, like literally no reason. I was driving her car. We were at a wedding in New Orleans. Uh, you know how confusing New Orleans is to drive in if you've ever been there? I've yeah. been there, but I've never it, driven it, there. Yeah. Okay. It, it's insane. Like literally, uh, you know, the, the roads are 500 years old. And if you don't take the left here, you have to go all the way back down to Mississippi and come back. And it's crazy. So we're trying to figure out where we're going. And I take a wrong turn. And this girl lights the fuck up. I mean, she's screaming, she's yelling, blah, 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 blah. I eventually end up in the lower ninth ward where I pull into a gas station to get myself a pack of cigarettes because I need to really cool down, right? And at the time I was smoking cigarettes. I get out of the car, I grab the $5 bill that I had sitting in the middle console and I go to get a pack of cigarettes. And when I come back out, she's gone gone g-o-n-e and i have no cell phone i have no money i have no wallet i have a pack of cigarettes and i don't even have a fucking lighter and i was in the lower ninth ward i walked to a mcdonald's and i started making phone i begged somebody to please let me use their cell phone the late at that time there were still pay phones outside you know a couple of them and i begged the lady behind the counter can i please have a couple quarters you know they were nice enough to see that this white boy needs some help he's in trouble and uh about Probably about six and a half hours later, she came back to get me after much negotiation and chagrin and friends, friends calling friends and all this other stuff. So I got my comeuppance for sure. Uh, so she finally and, came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She finally came back and got me. But does she know the girl, other girl? <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. She loved the other girl. That's I mean, scary though. It's like it's like about. I feel yeah. like we've all been in like some weird situation like that where it's like yeah, you're, but you're like young enough or like in college. But being left alone, I've never. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where like. I mean, I, only one time, but like, I don't think anyone was mad at me. It was more like they just thought I left. I've been stranded. Play like this, this is. I've like, been stranded. Well, it's like it's like now it's so easy with like Uber and Lyft and shit. Like you figure, yeah, you, you know, just get you know, a, you know, or a ride. yeah, whatever. But it's like yeah, yeah like I remember like times like like you didn't have a car and you walked somewhere or so you got a ride somewhere and then like, your ride scary, left. scary, scary. And life. you're like, I don't know where I am. And then, like I remember like walking down a mountain once in Pittsburgh where I went to school, like to get back to downtown Pittsburgh to like go back home somehow. And it was just like this is nuts. Yeah, it's like. Like, it's like crazy shit like that where you don't realize like you're so vulnerable without a car or whoever brought you yeah. somewhere. It's like they're in charge. You just trust them with wherever you're going. <laughs> Those poor frontiersmen. The frontiersmen. Yeah. Lewis and Clark, I, what the fuck? Right. Where were they going? Huh? These were our problems. And then, yeah, it, that is interesting. It's like every generation has like travel problems somehow. It's yeah, like, they have their travel No, I don't think we have any. The horse died. How are we getting back? I don't know. There's <laughs> no more travel problems now. That is obsolete. Everyone has a phone. The only travel problem now is if you're phone dies yes. or if you're well, in an area yeah, but where you don't the, have reception. But that is the equivalent money. of right. a horse and buggy breaking down back in the day. No? I, I guess so, yeah. yeah. It's like... <laughs> it, yeah, it, my listen, phone I, died. I, I can't get an Uber. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Get a horse? I, 
I'll never forget the feeling <laughs> that I had when I got back home to Atlanta. And now, like, you know, I've had many hours to cool off and realize that while she was acting obnoxious at the very least, uh, there was no call for, like, getting up out of the hotel room at 3 o'clock in the morning and driving back to Atlanta. Right. But I just remember feeling like such a fucking douche. Like, oh, my God, you know, this poor girl, her car is four hours away in Savannah, yeah, yeah. and she's down in You're Florida. an asshole. I'm an asshole. Oh, well, that's why Brian asshole. agreed to come. I'm on the show. But you're a cokehead <laughs> asshole, so it's all right. Well, well yeah, you were, you were on coke during this. No? And you were young. Uh, no, I wasn't during, during this particular time. Testosterone. Okay, all right. Let's clear yeah, that up. But, yeah. I, but I was working in the restaurant business. And listen, it was they, there was just a, a restaurant and bar business. Then there was a lot of... Your testosterone was really high. Right. You're 21 yeah. years old. Well, we're all 21. Yeah. You do stupid fucking shit. Oh, my God. I can God. never Jesus. see myself doing that again. Like, now I'm just so, like, rational and calm. Like it's really I could never do what you did. Worked up. I could never yeah. do what you did. Bro, what are you talking about? You left me last week in downtown LA. What are you talking about? You're like, fuck you and your podcast, asshole. Like, That's God, exactly what I said. Myself. And I drove off in my yeah. Honda Civic drunk. <laughs> Never doing a Twitch with you again. Go. Don't Twitch yourself. Yeah, exactly. We'll never read hate comments oh, again together. God, yeah. Well, those those definitely are some good asshole stories, Brian. Um, thank you for... What uh, a dick. What a dick, Brian. No. <laughs> and you know what? We have the girl on the line right now. She's yeah. calling in. Yeah, She's we have her here. <laughs> We have her here in studio. Surprise! That's, that's our joke. We always you go to fucking dick. We always yeah. go to like after someone tells their story, we're like, "Well, we have them here right now." And it's like, <laughs> our dream one day is to actually exactly. have exactly that is my dream. Like that, get the, the person that do. was wrong. I know, I know that 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 will require a lot of screening, pre-screening the asshole story and setting up the uh, plane ride. For the and we need here. someone that's really good at improv because right now we only have assholes that are not good at improv, that's and they right. call up and <laughs> no. like today someone was on the show, like they smashed a ray gun and they called in there my name's ray and i own a That's ray gun it's store. the same it's the same guy oh calling in every week yeah no. it's the same guy how many callers do you guys have in a week uh you know we have we have we a, average two uh, yeah two or three <laughs> two, <laughs> two or three <laughs> but you guys actually have people that are watching you live we do have we do have like a handful of people that are watching live, which has been interesting. So I mean, and how I'm, many I'm, episodes I'm, are you in on on the show? We're this is I th- this is like twenty eight to thirty something like that. Yeah, so you guys are on your twenty eight to thirty episode. Yeah, you're we're, on, we're young. You're we're on young. the charts. We're young, and you're watching, and you're having people watch you live. I would say yeah. that you guys should give yourself a big old fucking pat on the back because that's that well, that is quite an accomplishment. Twenty eight episodes Com- coming in. from you that that means a lot. Thank you, I appreciate. Thanks, it. man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's like you know, we're we're learning as we go, and uh, we're putting everything we want into this show. So uh, yeah, we hope people follow and uh, and and you know that brings me to to you, uh, you know, setting up um, you know the uh, the comedy podcast club on Clubhouse, which is uh, yeah. which is you know an awesome thing for you to do. Um, you know you. Thank you. You are really involved on Clubhouse with Club Pod and uh, now branching off into your own um, uh, club, comedy podcast club. Um, was this something that you – I don't know how long you've been on Clubhouse. I, I'm, I'm like two months in, I think, so I'm fairly new to it. Um, is this something that you always kind of envisioned uh, going down that road, starting your own room and that kind of thing? When I got the invite back in October, I mean, any, no one's been on it for very long, right? It's not even, I think it's just a year old now. Yeah. Just a unique year old for most people. I think it, they, they, they were headed in beta for six months amongst like 150,000 friends, right? 
Um, but when I got the invite in October, I had no idea what it was. My, the, the girl that I do a lot of rooms with, Allison Hare, she said, you got to get on this. It's amazing. I don't know what we're going to do with it, but we got to do something with it. And Allison and I were in, in business doing some other podcast related stuff. And when I first got on, I had no real idea. Like I liked it, but I had no idea how it worked or what was going on or what did I, do I raise my hand? Do I not raise my hand? Should I talk? I don't want to talk. I don't want right. And then, um, and then we figured it out and we started getting some followers and I knew Steve Olsher who, who, uh, is the editor in chief of podcast magazine. And he reached out to a couple of us and said, Hey, I started this club pod. I want you to, I, would you like to do like, you know, rooms every week inside club pod, you grow your following, you'll help me grow my following and the members inside of club pod. And now that pod, that, that club is the third largest club inside of clubhouse is yeah, club pod. That's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, but pretty quickly, uh, as I got in onto club pod and started moderating rooms, I knew that there was not, no one was paying attention to the comedy podcast category. It very much is a different category. It's yeah, a different breed. I agree. I mean, I, yeah. I, I love clubhouse and a lot of the rooms you go in. There's a lot of rooms about like, like making podcasts, like, you know, yes. and it's like, it's, it's all great information and interesting, but it's like, it's like, okay, it's like how many, how many podcasts am I going to listen to about starting a podcast or like what to do with the podcast? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's all helpful information, but yeah, you're right. The comedy, the comedy, uh, uh, category is, uh, neglected in a way, I think. And, uh, I think, I think you starting the, the room, the club, um, is, is a great way to filter in people that are specifically looking for, uh, comedy podcasts and want to get involved and are starting them or already have them and whatnot. And, uh, so I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me as far as yeah. trying to get involved. Or a comedy murder podcast comedy murder podcast comedy murder podcast <laughs> comedy yeah maybe there's murder. a hybrid of uh, true crime is slash true crime is number one true crime is very popular yeah. true crime yeah, true is crime number, is number one. one it is yeah. number one pod, killing it comedy podcasts are the largest segment like there's more comedy podcasts or categorized that yeah. than any other type of podcast and listen because it's a low barrier to entry everybody thinks they can get with their friend and be funny and, and that's that might to some degree be true whether or not that translates out there to the world who knows but one of the things i really liked about club pod was like there is a community of podcasters that are supporting each other by free-flowing information jumping on each other's podcasts you know doing all this other stuff comedy podcasters you know i've met not as many as I've met many other types of podcasters. And I think comedians in general, we tend to be a little guarded about our stuff. And, you know, you know, we, you can spend 10 years making the perfect two minutes of comedy. Right. And you don't want to give that away to everybody or the secrets about how you did that to everybody or, you know, because that's just something you have to go through on your own of to course, figure out your yeah. own sense of humor. But I would like the comedy podcast category to have some place to go to, you know, kind of, just focus on us. Like what, what are our challenges and what are the things we're dealing with and how do we monetize our podcast and how do we grow audiences? And at the same time have a place where our audiences can go to hear other funny people doing other funny things on clubhouse. And they'll go, Oh, I want to listen to that guy or that girl's podcast because they were really funny on clubhouse. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was my idea. And I had the idea um, many months, I mean, you know, back in December or whenever it was to start it. But at that time, Clubhouse was only letting very few people start clubs. That was the and thing. It's like I got on there and I was like, all right, like I started like Assholes Anonymous on there because I was like, well, it goes with the, the podcast. But I'm like, I don't know if it's going to take off or what. And I was like, and then when you reached out, I was like, well, it'd be interesting to record because I, I, I've tried like recording this show in Clubhouse a little bit. And it's like, yeah, no one really, you know, one or two people come in, three people, whatever. Um, so it's like, yeah, taking that to the next level of trying to 
to incorporate that into this is something that you know is interesting and i think we both have an interest in at some point um and yeah. uh yeah it, it, it is interesting to see like who joins what clubs and you know and, and whatnot but it's it, it is it is inter- it's an interesting app because it's like there's so many brilliant things going on in there but then they're like lost forever like it is yeah, a podcast it's a it's a live podcast but it's like yeah most people are not recording it so it's like Oh my God! This one person came in with this awesome story, and we had this awesome moment. But it's like you know, unless you were in there, it never happened. You know. I like it to this. Like you, uh, who's your favorite band or musician? Uh, Springsteen, favorite. Band. Salt and Pepper. I, I knew you were gonna say Springsteen. <laughs> I fucking love the jer- Springsteen. The jersey. Okay. Yeah. So let's say there's nothing's ever gonna replicate going to a Springsteen concert. Right. It's a moment in time. It's a snapshot. You hear, see, smell, taste things, and you just your mind is just gonna always remember that time that you went to the exactly. you know the garden or wherever and you saw them and blah blah blah, right? But uh, there's always gonna be a recording out there on YouTube that you can go back and look at, but it's never gonna be the experience that you had inside of the room. Yeah. And that's what I like in Clubhouse, too, is, is that there are always going to be these live events that are going on. And you had had to have been there, like, you know, when Elon Musk is in the room right. and you get a chance to go up there and talk. Right. And it's like, I'll never replicate that. But somebody recorded it for posterity's sake. And you can always go back and listen to it. How exactly. podcasts and Clubhouse live and grow together. I don't know quite yet where that ends. But what I do know is they're definitely a match made in heaven and something's going to happen. By yeah. starting the Comedy Podcast Club, which anybody listening can go and, and join. Absolutely. If we get together as a category and some of us independents, you know, help each other, a rising tide floats all boats, so to speak. And it can only help us if there's tens of thousands of members in this club listening to your show live because it's the power of the club and the power of your comedy um, together. And you can record that, you know, for other people to listen to down the road. Yeah, so. and, and like you said, I think it's it's the beginning of this, and we we don't know exactly where it's going, but it's a uh, it's a great opportunity to get in early, and uh, yeah. yeah, if people want to follow the uh, the comedy podcast club on Clubhouse, um, you can find that in uh, on there, and as well as uh, Brian's uh, podcast, the Commercial Break podcast uh, at the Commercial Break is your handle, I believe, on uh, Instagram and on Instagram. Yeah, you can download and subscribe to his podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast fix. Uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, so, so do yourself a favor and download it because it's pretty damn funny. Get it, yeah, exactly. get it. Well, Brian, hey, I want to th- yeah. thank you real quick, uh, Rob and, and Doug, for having me tonight. I actually have had a lot of fun. I've done a couple of these uh, with other podcasters, and I can definitively say this has been the one that's been the most fun. So, uh, well, I appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you, man. I really appreciate yeah, that. We do appreciate that. Well, Thanks, and a- you're an entertaining guest. Thank Absolutely, you for being very thank entertaining. Um, well, there's only one way we usually end this show, and that's uh, by stating your name and saying that you are an asshole my name is brian green and i am most definitely an asshole oh there he is there you go folks brian green he's an asshole but he redeemed himself by coming on the show today to talk about his asshole stories so we thank him for Wait, that we have a caller it's the girl Do from <laughs> <laughs> always last minute yeah yeah it's the girl yeah, yeah exactly that it's would the be girl. the greatest if she called right oh, now and be God. like you oh, fucking did we really need to have an actor just on call like yeah. at the end of yeah, every you episode do. You what if she called and she you... said she was still there and she raised a family yeah. and everything just because she was still stranded. waiting for my ride back <laughs> she stayed there for the next seven days by the way with the guy, oh, you know from the bar. Oh, wow. I know because oh, she posted my. it all on Facebook. Oh, and then weeks you're not later, an asshole. Contacted me. 
Yeah. You're not an asshole now. No, you just ruined the story. You're not an asshole. And I told her, well, listen, I mean, just that moment in time, that snapshot, I was an asshole. (laughs) It was definitely an asshole thing. Yeah, absolutely. She was in survival mode. She needed to survive. She was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She went right back down to the bar and got the guy that she was talking to. Yeah. I mean, she had. Guy just left me. I need a ride. Seven days. Now she's sex trafficked. It's all your fault. She had options as well. It's like nowadays a girl's like, give me a ride. All right. You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, listen, who can blame her? I left her there. Uh, Exactly. Well, you know what? We're all better people. We've learned from this story. Don't leave your friend, your date. I love how you left that part. (laughs) But, you know, if you're left somewhere, just call an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) That story will never happen again. That's what it is. It's a moment in time. Never again. All right. Well, Brian Green at the commercial break. Make sure you follow him on there and uh, join us on Clubhouse. at the Comedy Podcast Club uh, Room. Rob DeRoche is here. My name's Doug Bass. Uh, and remember, folks, don't be an asshole. But if you are, laugh about it and talk about it. Bye. You've been listening to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. Please subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. Have a good asshole story? Email us at Doug at DougBassComedy.com. We'll see you next time.